0: Scram got me faking I filter the pain And cover the shame with a picture I'm painting Do I measure up? or tell me, is there something that I am missing? I'm losing this fight, I can't get it right Am I just in my feelings? I
1: family, I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the love of God be with you in the name of Jesus. I bring you divine inspiration and I want to share something very important with you this day. I'm going to read you a scripture from the book of Acts chapter 6, from verse 2 to verse 4 acts chapter 6 from verse 2 to verse 4 i'm going to read from the passion translation tpt I just And I read the 12 apostles called a meeting of all the believers and told them it is not advantageous for us to be pulled away from the word of God to wait on tables. We want you to carefully select from among yourselves seven godly men, make sure they are honorable, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, and we will give them the responsibility of this crucial ministry of serving. Verse 4, that will enable us to give our full attention to prayer and preaching the word of God. The word of God is so awesome. I'm going to be sharing what I'm reading with you. I just read to you Acts 6, from verse 2 to verse 4.
0: Hmm. I filter the pain and cover the shame with the picture I'm painting. Do I measure up or tell me is there something that I am missing? In this fight, I can't get it right Am my just in my feelings? Looking in the mirror I wish that it were clearer I wanna see myself the same way That you see me I just wanna lie
1: There is something very specific for every child of God to do. Never miss that. As a child of God, God has a very special ministry for you. And until you're able to understand what God has for you, and for you to be able to do what God wants you to do, you find yourself doing other things thinking you are still working for God. The 12 apostles knew that the ministry God had given them had nothing to do with seven tables or waiting on tables. He says that calling calling a meeting of all the believers and told them it is not advantageous for us to be pulled away from the word of God and to wait on table. The 12 apostles knew that what God wanted them to do was the preaching of the gospel. In verse 4, he says that that will will enable us to give our full attention to prayer and preaching the word. So they knew specifically what they were supposed to do. They were called to pray and preach the word of God.
0: I see myself the same way that you see me. I just want to myself.
1: And they told the believers, We want you to carefully select from among you, yourself, seven Godly men. Make sure they are honorable, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. And we will give them the responsibility of this crucial ministry of seven. So there were people who were supposed to serve, as in sharing the food, sharing whatever they had to share. From verse 1, you know what we were talking about. Verse 1 says, During those days, the number of Jesus followers kept multiplying greatly. But a complaint was brought against those who spoke Aramaic by the Greek-speaking Jews, who felt that their widows were being overlooked during the daily distribution of food. So instead of concentrating on the main ministry given to these 12 apostles, they were also into sharing of food every day to the widows. Now that is not bad, that's very important to do. A showing of love and care. But the apostles said that this is not our ministry. We know what we have to do. And we need people amongst you full of wisdom and the Holy Spirit that can do this crucial ministry, have responsibility of this. Because we can't. We can't. What we are called to do is praying and preaching of the word of God. And they were able to gather men. They were able to gather men. In verse 5 and verse 6, you see it. They were able to get the men. This is wisdom. Family, this is wisdom. You see, God has something for you to do, and you have to be able to know what God wants you to do. Otherwise, in the same Christianity that we all have our share in, you'll find yourself that what you were doing, you were really, really, really serving God, but that is exactly what He wants you to do. We have the perfect will of God and we have the permissive will of God. I would rather that I find myself in the perfect will of God and not in the permissive will of God.
0: You
1: know what happened to... Paul, who was Saul, till he met Jesus. He had received letters allowing him to go and arrest the people who were preaching in the name of Jesus. And he thinks, or he thought, that going to arrest the Christians actually was doing God a service because they all know God, they were supposed to worship God. But what Jesus, talking about Jesus and preaching in his name and teaching his name and performing miracles in his name? He was like, no, no. Look, when they were stoning Stephen, the people who were stoning Stephen, actually, Bible says that they laid their coats at the feet of Saul to take care of their coats so that they can feel free to stone Stephen to death. That's is Saul we're talking about here. But he thought that doing that, he was serving God. Hey, there is something specific that God wants you to do. It is his ministry he's given you. I'm not talking about church. I'm talking about God's ministry. He has a particular assignment, a work for you to do. And you have to find it out. You have to find it out. And the apostle said that we... This would enable us to give our full attention to prayer and preaching the Word of God. Verse 2, says that the 12 apostles called a meeting of all the believers and told them it is not advantageous for us to be pulled away from the Word of God to wait on tables. Something is pulling you away from your main calling, from your main assignment God has given you, and you might think it is service. No, it is disadvantageous to you to be pulled away from what God wants you to do. You want to serve God? You want to win his heart? You want to do his will? Find out what he wants you to do.
0: Romans chapter 12 from verse 1 to verse 8.
1: I'm going to read from the King James Version, Romans chapter 12, from verse 3 to verse 8. Let's say Christianity is like the hospital. We have different kinds of doctors, but they are called doctors. Let's say that you you are supposed to be a heart surgeon, right? But you're also a doctor. You're a doctor just like the eye specialist. You're a doctor just like the neurosurgeon and then what happens your main focus is on the heart you were supposed to just work on hearts and somebody comes to you and says oh there's an emergency in the hospital and then they're looking for the neurosurgeon to work on somebody's brain and he's not around The, the neurosurgeon is not around you are a heart doctor you are not trained to work on the brain. And then you say, oh, it's a major, somebody's dying. And then you go and work on the person's brains and the person dies. You are losing your license. You will lose it. Why? You touched what you were supposed to touch. That is not your area. That's not your calling. That's not your work. But you thought you were saving a life. Exactly. So Christians who are not doing what God wants them to do and they are doing other things, thinking that they are serving God, they are saving lives. God have mercy. So, you realize that somebody is a very good person when it comes to ushering. And because the singers are the ones receiving all the applause and all that, They start saying, hey, I think I want to be a singer too. Why? I want people to clap for me. Let's say you want an evangelist, and then you see that prophets or healing pastors who heal, the healers are also getting fame and all of that. They say, hey, this evangelistic thing is like not my thing. I want to be a prophet. God make me a prophet. Seriously? Mm -hmm. I know Bible says I covet all spiritual gifts, but there should be a reason. The reason should be passion and a willingness to serve God in any way He wants you to, not because He just like to be called a prophet or a healer or a pastor or a singer. It could be deadly. Romans chapter twelve, from verse three to verse eight. For I say, through the grace given on me. So every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. For for us we have many members in the in one body, and all members have not the same office. Five. So we being many are one in Christ, are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. And every one members one of another. Do you understand? Verse 5 says, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another. Everyone members one of another. So we are connected to each other in the body of Christ as members. Verse 6, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given unto us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. 7, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, verse 8. Or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that sheweth mercy with cheerfulness. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? Verse 6. Having then gifts different according to the grace that is given to us. So everyone's gift is different. Don't want to be another person. Don't want to have another person's gift just because their, their gifts look so attractive seriously is this? if we're in the ministry of the prophecy it says let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith so even in prophecy if a prophet and someone is a prophet don't expect to do the same thing according to the pro- proportion of faith according to the proportion of faith there is a proportion of faith there is a measure of faith so, whatever you do as God giving you his gift to work his assignment, his will, do it according to the proportion of faith. He says, or ministry, let us wait on a ministry. He that teacheth on his teaching, or he that exhorted on his exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. So, if you a giver, he says, Do it with simplicity. Not because you want people to know you are the giver. Do it and let God, who sees in secret, bless you openly. That's what Jesus said. Says when you give, don't even let your left hand see what your right hand is doing. Or no, your right hand see what your left hand is doing. Whatever you do as given. Says, do it secretly. And God, who sees in the secret, will bless you openly. He says, if you give anything and then you tell everybody about it, you have already received your reward on the earth. So you have to pray for the strength and wisdom and discernment to know what you're supposed to do specifically and do it and do it well. Do it well, do it well, do it well. well. I want to pray with you, but if you haven't given your life to Christ, please do so. Say this, prayer after me with your heart. Believe it. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You died and you rose for me. I declare today, you are my Lord and the Savior of my soul. Remove away my sins. Give me your life, fill me with your spirit, and from today I declare I am your child. If you said this prayer, you're a child of God. Welcome to the family of God. It's important to be saved so that you know you're going to be with God when there's a world comes to one end. Definitely, it will. And if you're a Christian and you haven't really given your commitment to God, please do so. Go on your knees and pray and tell God, Fill me with your spirit every day and lead me to do what you want me to do. For the steps of the righteous are ordered by God himself. You have to do it, family. Wherever you are, I declare upon your life, grace be established in the glory of God and may the power of the Holy Spirit be with you unquenchably. I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened and God bless your heart. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you are made every withhold. Blessed and blessed are you among all people. You are healed from every infirmity, every distraction, every pain and everything that causes you and pulls you away from the perfect will of God. Be blessed in the wisdom of Jehovah. God bless you. I love you.